Hello and welcome to Stress. I'm Emma Francois. And I'm Isabel Lord. And we have an exciting podcast planned today where we're going to talk about what you were wearing when you broke up mm-hmm. with, I guess, TBD. Um, and <laughs> Fill in the blank here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what kind of good retail therapy is. And um, I guess that's basically it. We've done a lot of research. Oh, yeah. Oh, and your weirdest post-breakup buy. Yes. Post-breakup Crucial. Buy. A crucial question. Very enlightening. So, Emma, break it down for me. Tell me. Talk to me about your your breakup style, your breakup Ooh. buys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Give me the well, 411. At first, when we had this idea, I was like, I'm above breakup <laughs> purchases slash retail therapy. Um, because you I don't shop. Quickly, because because, because you don't shop. Don't shop. Well, and also have like a handle over my emotions. But <laughs> yes. Also because I don't shop. In case people forgot. <laughs> But I'm in control all the time, especially after breakups. And breakups for me is like a term we use loosely (laughs) to mean like an ideological goodbye. (laughs) Uncoupling. Yeah, but in my brain. Spiritual uncoupling. (laughs) It's rarely a mutual breakup. But then I remembered that I actually wear a necklace every day that I bought myself post-breakup and it has my name on it and I bought it for myself as like a you're your own the way I sold it to myself is this too weird I don't think so but the way I I think I even like wrote myself a card because I do do that when I buy myself things and there's a free option to add a gift note like Mm. obviously you add yourself obviously you (laughs) you add a gift note I love love letters and even it's most pathetic version no but I was like you're your own babysitter you're your own best friend you're your own you know partner and it has my name on it yeah and I wear it every day so I realized that I like wasn't above this um and that I do shop I've also bought a pair of men's gloves at Whole Foods was another (laughs) buy and also which I feel like is the real kicker (laughs) Pumpkin eggnog milk. <laughs> Why? Milk Why? Were you? Was what weird. went through your head? You're like in a grocery store. First, I, I think this was, if I remember correctly, I think this was in the same shopping trip. So you like walked in and you saw the gloves, and then you continued on and saw the eggnog, and like what what spoke to you? What was going on in your head when you made these purchases or in the moments leading up to making the purchase? Good question. Um, (laughs) I think when I'm in a crisis and when I get really stressed out, I go like full domestic goddess. Like I can things. I like meal prep. I like um, make jams and stuff. Like I make a lot of foods that I like don't even want to eat. I just like think I should be making marmalade. (laughs) So then I like make orange marmalade, but like too much of it. Um, oh. and, like not with pectin, so it's like Ooh. really weird. But 
but so I think I I think grocery shopping also doesn't feel like shopping right. shopping so I feel less guilty about my purchases and I want to be like exploring on my own and having these adventures so I I think I like give in to my whims a little bit more and so I buy like these like cozy experimental mm. purchases another thing I've bought post breakup is frozen artichoke hearts sorry oh. I couldn't remember what <laughs> frozen artichoke heart and then I had to figure out how to use how them. did you use them <laughs> it's like I put them in like stir fries pastas oh. Curries, like nothing that was right. <laughs> Not like, with the bag. Really wrong for, for society. <laughs> like, I was just like, well, wow. <laughs> I think I like sauteed them with like olives one time, and I was oh, like, this is definitely hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, I would <laughs> this, eat is that. <laughs> this is a bar snack. This is a bar snack. Come gather round, have Our some eggnog, <laughs> <Yeah>. some warm <laughs> artichoke hearts. No, but that's what I do, and then I try to event bring everyone in, like bring people to me. Mm-hmm. Over the excuse of this, like, isn't this funny? Look at this weird thing that I did. <laughs> yeah, this is so interesting psychologically. The domestic goddess thing is really interesting because it's like that's something that you theoretically, if you live to society's, you know, expectations, stand, whatever. If you were doing, you know, you get married, then you live like the domestic life. But then, like, part of that equation, the the path to getting married was just ripped out from under you. So then you're like, fuck it, I'm still going to be living this domestic life right now. I mean, it's not like you were considering getting married when you were doing this. But anyways, it's like... I mean... <laughs> either no, way. But also, I was super crazy, so no. I wasn't totally far off. But no, I wasn't. Yeah, but, but it's also was, okay if you Because I, you know... It's all normal. It all happens. But anyways, you're still like holding on to this dream, this like lifestyle image thing of being the domestic goddess. And that's what you're, you're, nothing can get in the way of that. And perhaps you live it at its peak when it's like counterintuitive, you know? I think you're right. When You're I like need that something. security, yeah. yeah, that I associate with it. What about you? What's your kind of breakup <laughs> style? Well, yours um, is so and rational. On a scale of <laughs> what? Yours, I, you that? feel like it's not rational. rational. I feel like that's very rational because you're like. Well, maybe it's responsible. Maybe it's more responsible than rational. You're like, okay, I'm getting this piece of jewelry, which also is interesting because I feel like jewelry is also one of those things that, like, significant others give each other. So, I mean, another case, another point for you being your own significant other. But anyways, Mm -hmm. you get yourself jewelry and you get yourself food, which you, like, need to live. I, (laughs) the most prominent, like, breakup purchase I have in my mind is this ridiculous sparkly coat. That's, like, not so much sparkly as it is, like, iridescent, I would say. <laughs> not to, like, flex or anything. It's got these, like, it's, like, from, like, it's, it's like, from basically Forever 21. It's got, like, these, like, little teardrop-shaped glittery fish scales sewed onto it. And it's mesh, so it's not even, like, going to protect you against any climate. 
and it just loses fish scales all over the place. It's not at all sustainable, <laughs> and it's just a stupid purchase, and it was overpriced. I'm sure it was, like, I don't know, like, $30 or something, which is $30 too much, $29 too much that you should pay for something like that. <laughs> and uh, when I was checking out, I swear to God, I, these weren't her exact words, but the lady checking me out was like, oh, I saw this. Ooh, checking checking out. out. The lady ringing Sorry. up my order <laughs> was like, uh, oh, I saw this and it was, and I thought it was hideous. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for your support. But um, I don't know what I saw that and it was like really high. It was like so far away in, in the scale of the store. I saw it and it was like it's a top you know shelf how they do item. it in like Forever 21 and H&M it's like three, they have like three racks high and you need to like get on a ladder and like claw your way to it and so that's what I had to do. I saw it and it was like a glittering beacon of self-expression <laughs> and I had to have it. So I did that and I um I still have it and I've worn it very few times, but always to great effect. And I also recut my bangs, which is cliche. Um, but something I did nonetheless. I would say that those are probably like the two things that I did from a breakup that are like most forefront in my mind. Yeah. Mm. Well, I love the the iridescent jacket. Can you tell I wrote an example. essay on it? <laughs> Wait, can I say one of the most genius lines from that essay oh, sure. that you oh, God. you wrote? I mean, if you want to, you were... I don't want to twist your arm, <laughs> but um... we we could totally end this with you reading mm-hmm. that essay. But mm-hmm. you had this line about how you were. No, okay. <laughs> that was a strong no from <laughs> from reading it, but you can. You, you had this line where you were like looking at yourself. Oh I don't think God. you were having a breakdown, but you were looking at yourself in the jacket. <laughs> but it was such a smart writing technique because in writing, you can't just talk about yourself. You have to like look for ways to explain yourself through your surroundings. Anyway, I thought it was brilliant. Wow. And so did our teacher, Josiah. Wow. We had to read and anyway, we had to read your essay in my class that you weren't in. Oh. <laughs> I mean I was like, wait, I know her. <laughs> I was like, I live with her. I deserve it. She does not deserve that no. Uh, um but one of the studies we read said that we break up shop because, quote, quote, it's not so much about what we buy, but the power to reinvent and reclaim ourselves, end quote. So my question is, what do you think you were reinventing or reclaiming about yourself in that jacket? Or I think said differently, we also um, break up shop to help ourselves realize this like vision of ourselves. Mm-hmm that we want to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, like, what do you think that jacket represented for you in that moment? I think, that's a great question. (laughs) Um, I think that it was really like a seizing of individuality. You know, it was a jacket that like really stood out and I was intending to return it after I bought it, after I, like, gave it, like, a run, because I was kind of so, 
like daunted by how in your face it was it was basically like festival wear it was something that you would see like at I imagine Coachella or something like that um if it deserves that kind of glory um but it was so in your face and it kind of made me uncomfortable and but also I think like with that it was just so fun and like free and um that's really I think what drew me to it it was just like so ridiculous and I really want to be someone who purchases things that make you feel a certain way and I think that this jacket kind of made me feel a certain way I don't know really how I think it was just like fun and like ridiculous and outrageous and like extra and so it made it gave me this sense of like power over my like being an image but I will say that I swear this is another thing that I swear I heard related to this jacket was um the first time I wore it uh we were going you were with me we were going to this like club of sorts it wasn't real and we were meeting up with our friends and the person that I had like recently pretty much broken up with was there and I swear when I showed up, I like saw him say like something along the lines of like, that's my girl. And I was like, mm, no, this is, which is like such a, <laughs> it's like theoretical. I don't, a part of it's like sweet, but um, it kind of is in contrast with how I saw the purchase, which was mm. I'm my own girl um yeah not not him but yeah so how about that makes me think (laughs) of how would you stage your perfect my perfect breakup breakup and would this jacket be oh be there for the breakup be there for the breakup or like Hmm. not as like a central character but like once you wear your jacket right right (laughs) would it make an appearance (laughs) <laughs> well, let's see. The uh, this is like obviously like I would say the perfect breakup is one that's like amicable and like yada yada. But then it's like I'm writing my movie and my life is my movie. Then you kind of want like something a little dramatic. Um and if I'm having a dramatic breakup, then you want to look fabulous. And you want to look powerful. So, I would wear something that makes me feel powerful. I don't think I would wear that jacket because it makes me look a little more, like, frilly. And it makes me look like someone who's dramatic, (laughs) Um, which I wouldn't want if I were being dramatic. I would want to look like someone who's normally quite restrained. And, um... Then I would say that I would I would probably stage if I were writing my life as a movie, I would stage the breakup as like after some like event. And so then I was all like glammed up and looking really cool. Um and then I could be like ideally the event would be like, you know. I, I would be the one with the invite to the event, not them. And then I could be like, no, 
sleep. Maybe I'd go to the event alone. That would be pretty cool. And then you would meet someone at the event. Yeah, that's how I would do it. I would do it before the event. <laughs> you still go to the event because you're like, I've got this. Da da da. And then you're like, I'm free. I'm single. And you're like looking around the, the room. Yeah, that's how I would do it. What about you? We forget that you like rom coms that you feel like. You totally just spun out into like a happy ending. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, it's funny when you, because you started off by saying, obviously, the perfect breakup is amicable. And I was like, that is not what I was no. thinking. I was thinking the perfect breakup is where the other person like actually did something wrong oh, so and it's justified. not just like me and my whim <laughs> and I'm like actually yeah <laughs> actually I woke up today and I was like mm, maybe not <laughs> and then like did it yeah I think the perfect breakup is like or if I were like staging the perfect breakup the other person would do something like horrendous but legal I guess <laughs> like, but Ideally, bad sure. anyway <laughs> and then I can like maybe I'm also like a spy and I have like the backing of like an international agency nice. or something behind me and then I can like really wreak havoc but I'm definitely Jesus wearing like, all... <laughs> oh my god and like leather I feel like that's fun what are you gonna like shoot like, someone like you... <laughs> only like you gonna have someone tail them what are you doing with your international <laughs> spidum? I don't know, like figuring out what they're doing. That so I think of it like you know the movie The Other Woman, mm -hmm. where you like internationally follow them and <laughs> like foreign banks are involved, and you yeah. um totally like, remember that part. Gang up on them, <laughs> yeah. And, like, a, a glass-walled office space, and, like, Nicki Minaj is there, and, okay, no, never I mind. Like this. It's not this important. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're, like, here are the facts. Right. And I'm wearing heels, and, like, And I can walk in them. I'm wearing heels, and I'm comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, probably did my hair that yeah. day, which I, like, never do. <laughs> and then you're, like, here's what you did. We have it on tape mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. And then, anyway, I think what I'm trying to say mm -hmm. is that the perfect breakup has, like, a lot of drama, but, like, zero emotional, um, like, repercussions mm -hmm. for the person who's me. Something, <laughs> yes, I agree. That seems totally fair. Something that I just thought about was if, like, the question we should be asking if it should be like how you would stage the perfect breakup or the perfect breakup re-encounter, like post-breakup encounter, which is more oh, crucial, yeah. you know, because it's like, is it about how you broke up or is it about who you are without them? And Okay, so... Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you're gonna say, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, so what would you want to be wearing? And I think, and how would you stage that? I but also finish it. I think for that, I it would be less about what I'm wearing and more about how I'm feeling. 
boom. Well, I know, <laughs> duh, but I only asked that because it strips, and I was trying to make it relevant, but we're talking what? about... <laughs> I'm not actually totally crazy. <laughs> no, but it's... I mean, I guess I am actually. No, right. but Maybe it's both important. Philosophical difference. No, it's both important. <laughs> like, I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it is like a stripped note. Like, it's not so much what you're wearing and more. It's equal parts, perhaps, what you're wearing and how you're yeah. feeling in it. So. You're right. Oh, you have a good saying, and then we'll come back to this. I do. I, when we were living together, oh, rip. <laughs> but when we were living together, I'd be like, oh, do you think I can, like, run to the laundromat in our apartment like this? And you would say, well, would you want your, oh, you would say, would you want your worst enemy oh. to be like that? In my head, it's, I guess the worst enemy is <laughs> your ex. the people you've broken up with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or vice versa. Um, so you have a good, a good I, thing yeah, kind of relevant to that. I feel like I still kind of live with that. I feel like that's fair. I feel like I feel like that's kind of common. You know, like I don't know. Would you like who could you imagine? Sometimes I do. Like it does stress me out. Like I'm walking around. I'm like, oh my god. You know, like anyone could jump out from any corner right now. Like who would you want to see you right now? Yeah, Which, that's like. It's what I remember about college, yeah, it was like anytime you'd go out, you'd, you'd, you'd see just anyone. Be like every different type of person in yeah. relation to you, yeah. and it's like you have to dress for every encounter. Like you could see your professor and your ex and yeah. your crush on like the same, the same stroll, brick. Yeah, <laughs> the same brick. They're each touching a toe. They're all each toe is on the brick. <laughs> They're four cornering the brick. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so what? So how would you be feeling, Isabel, in your ideal confident breakup first encounter? Confident. Okay. Yeah. Right. You want to feel? Yeah. Good. Confident. What would you want to feel? Good words. Um. Well, I was thinking. That I would want to be wearing like jeans and heels mm. and like a white shirt mm-hmm. where I look like put together but casual. Mm-hmm. So it's like I totally have my life together. Yeah. Not just on this night where I'm going out, but on like a random Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Which I think translates into I'd want to be feeling yeah. like I've like reconnected to myself yeah. and like that I've figured out my spirituality again mm-hmm. and like who I am and confident. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Because when you first asked that, that's what I imagined was, like, jeans and a t-shirt. And I feel like I've been leaning more. I've been recently leaning, like, really heavily into accessories. Like, trying to – I have this theory, too, that, like, you know, accessories are really what makes an outfit. Like, it's not so much the clothes you're wearing, but, like, Mm -hmm. what you're wearing around it. Because then it's, like, all about the details and annoying stuff like that. But – that's I think that's kind of what I would like to be wearing like something like a lot of jewelry or some you know something that looks like casual but cool and still like some element of effort was put in but mostly casual and cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, we definitely both want to be looking and feeling chill just 24-7. Yeah. But I think 
your accessories theory is very interesting. And if you have talked to me about it before, I apologize because it didn't stick in my brain. But um, I think it's interesting. I think you're right because you kind of have to wear clothes to mm-hmm. go outside. Like, theoretically. In some space, I feel. Yeah. Um, but accessories is, like, totally up to you. Like, that's totally something you were like, oh, I'm going to think about this or like take the time Mm -hmm. and when I like think about like the people that I like see on Instagram I'm like damn they're so cool why do they look so cool I feel like it's mostly because they have some cool like bling or like cool nails or cool you know I would argue that hair is an accessory so I think you're right about hair being accessory yeah but um also smiles also (laughs) smile wait what smiles (laughs) Like, you know, they're like, a smile is the best accessory. Uh, <laughs> but it's also so annoying because they're always like, women have to be smiling yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I guess cool people on Instagram actually probably aren't smiling. Yeah. They're probably they're like smizing. pouting. Yeah. Or, or pouting. Or all of the above. But, anyways, back to our breakup purchases and stuff like that. I feel like. You know, part of the research that we did, which was quite extensive, as Emma said. And we will keep saying <laughs> research, <laughs> maybe. We should Don't twist the accent. <laughs> we read a couple articles on, like, Refinery29 and other, you know, sites, respected sites like, like scholarly that. Scholarly journals. Um, scholarly <laughs> journals that were like what I bought after my breakup and um, like the shopping that someone compiled like a shopping list of everything that you need to, you know, reclaim yourself after a breakup um, or things you need to do like saging your room. Um, Been there. <laughs> have you done that? <laughs> I saw that. So I, I literally went into this and I was like, I don't do any of this stuff. And then that one article that was saying like common purchases and one of them was like sage. And I was like, oh yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I bought all that like scented wood. Or, like, oh, the Palo uh, like, Santo? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, just, and then I just like did it every night. But it was a nice like ritual thing. But I was like, oh, I've totally done that. Mm-hmm. The only thing I like honestly didn't buy from that list was a cat. But yeah, I, I know. Could see it happening. Even now, I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, other items on this list, which was on Refinery29, was lingerie, which I've done. So, I've done that um, hair dye. <clears throat> Which mm, um, <laughs> we've maybe dipped, Am there. <laughs> Emma's dipped her toe in as if I <laughs> uh, records that was an odd one for me. Um, but I like buying a record is very that's very niche, but um, music, I guess I interpreted that more as like getting into new music, yeah, which mm, Lena Gomez, <laughs> Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, that yeah. I don't think I did that enough. I feel like that one. It's a waste of time. It, I still, like, music is such a thing in some of my past, or was such a thing in some of my past relationships. And I still, you know, they're, like, there are those things that you, like, can't, you have to, like, get over. What, did, what are they called? They're, like, I feel like they're, like, skeletons of the relationship. They're just, like, in, you know, it's, like, I can't listen to The weekend like, ever again. Like, there's one album of The weekend that I, like, I can't listen to you. But, um, Okay. Other things are sheets, 
and uh okay yeah that was interesting can i say something about shape? yeah yeah were you about to talk about sex ghosts yes but you go oh my gosh i love that we were both thinking about sex oh ghosts at the same time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the one. sorry everyone okay good job <laughs> Um, that was so distracting that that moment oh, felt you... so emotionally charged for me. <laughs> My logic just like went out the window. <laughs> okay, but no, this one article is talking about post breakup mm-hmm. purchases, mm-hmm. and one of the things you mentioned was like new mattresses, mm-hmm. um, and like new bed sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, one like divorcee interviewed talked about getting new mm-hmm. bed sheets too. Anyway, to force out all of the sex ghosts, mm-hmm. which was the phrase that they used, mm-hmm. which I was like your skeletons in your relationship is like your sex ghosts. Have you thought, I feel like getting new underwear would fall into the same category as bed sheets and mattress. Mattress seems like a little excessive. It is not easy to buy a new mattress. No. So then again, some people, you know, like. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if that's I mean, where the sex goes, you, like, you gotta, yeah, yeah, to like a new house after breakup. Yeah. So yeah, breakups can be really expensive. Yeah, no, I. The lingerie thing is interesting. I still have like I have not gotten rid of. I have lingerie from like my high school boyfriend that I like specifically remember from like getting like for in air quotes that relationship. I haven't gotten rid of, but um, hot. Wait, so when you say you have high school entree for your from that yeah that I got for that I got for the relationship like the relationship was in my mind when I was getting it I was like okay um I got that yeah but I haven't gotten I haven't I'm too cheap to change out to get new sheets and and stuff like and mattresses and stuff like that but it reminded me, this whole theory of sex ghosts reminded me of an article that I read, like, years ago um, that was in the Paris Review, which makes me sound really smart, but I don't know how I read it. I don't know how I found it. Um, and But there's an artist, or there was, like, an art exhibition. It was called In Bed, The Mattress as Art. And um, they had this picture. There's this artist who, I guess, like, I guess they're probably street artists. They, like, went around, and when people were throwing out their old mattresses or when old mattresses were on the street, they would write stuff like, and that's one example, it's people fell in love on me, which I just found, like, really poignant, and it stuck with me for years. Just this idea of the, this visual of a mattress that someone theoretically fell in love on, just, like, being on the street. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so... A little emotional. I, I don't know why. It's such a like it because it makes it so tangible. It's like this one place, you know, that like could I don't know. It's this one spot that could represent so much and have so much like emotion charged to it, you know. Yeah. It also places like the bedroom very prominently in mm-hmm. our relationship, which is interesting yeah and like the whole thing the whole exhibit it was talking about I think I think it was like one exhibit that had different artists works I could be wrong different artists works like relating to the bed but the whole thing was like about like 
honoring your bed as this place of I don't know like like even if you're not in a relationship like it's a very vulnerable place or like you know it could be a sanctuary it could be where you work now you know it's but it's (laughs) you know it's it's a really cool idea so this idea Mm -hmm. of sex ghosts um had me thinking about that about yeah the energy of a mattress so yeah wait can I read one of the yeah well, you made me think of like um, whatever you're gonna read read it just like gender I don't oh, know yeah. what you were saying that was saying me think of gender but anyway <laughs> um you found this reddit thread mm-hmm. about male fashion advice yeah. for retail therapy is that what the, it's the, about it's like a subreddit or it's a, the whole thread is just mm-hmm. um it's on the male fashion advice Oh, okay. subreddit thread I don't understand whichever it is I don't I don't understand it that much either I just I've been on this page before I think it's like you know it's very popular oh you come here often <laughs> I'm a regular <laughs> if you're looking for me find me on reddit um but yes continue oh well just this I just thought this wisdom from uh Chartles. <laughs> is the username was funny just about um retail therapy in general not related to mattresses sadly but anyway (laughs) they said it's slightly better than drugs and alcohol can't say it's less expensive though it's like which is true very true you know apparently women spend more after breakups oh did you like i'm just Stealing all the research yeah, that you did. No. Explaining this it. is communal. Okay. And then the average, I guess, woman spends $72 on a after breakup, which is pretty low. I thought that was. It sounds high, yeah. but it's actually pretty low if you really think about like breakups, you might have to move. Mm-hmm. There were some custody this gown. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. there was this thread from Racked, which is now defunct. But there was a thread about, like, people contributed what they bought after their breakups. And one person, like, bought a car. I really respected this person. This person bought a car. Mm-hmm. She broke she, she broke up with her boyfriend or he broke up with her. She bought a car and drove. She, like, totally uprooted her life and drove to a new state where she reconnected. It was, like, the sole purpose of, like, fully reconnecting with her high school sweetheart. And I was like... Oh, whoa. That took such a different turn. Yeah. No. She, like... I think she, she... Okay, this is what she says. This is from Crystal. She says, I lived in Texas with my then boyfriend of five years and hadn't had a car in about seven years. When I reconnected with my high school sweetheart in South Carolina, I broke up with my boyfriend who was emotionally abusive, moved in with friends and saved enough money in five months to buy a car that could get me and my stuff halfway across the country. Definitely worth every penny. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. Right? That's like, yeah. Someone else bought a 43 inch Samsung flat screen TV. Um, that remains years later remains one of the best purchases of her life. Um, Tiger Woods' girlfriend bought shoes. <laughs> Tiger Woods' girlfriend did buy shoes when he got a DUI. Yeah, 
Are they they broke up? I'm not. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. I'm not up to date. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to follow the research. All the way. I know we gotta we gotta we, we gotta follow it. Um, but it is so interesting because it is like such a form of therapy. And so many of the things we were, like, the actual scientific studies that I swear we read um, (laughs) were saying how, like, it is just, like, consistently cathartic. And um, then there is this question of, like, you know, as Turtles said on Reddit, you know, like, it is better than drugs and alcohol. Or, you know, it's slightly, it could be slightly better than drugs and alcohol maybe more expensive but then it's like is it less addictive I, you know <laughs> depends on who you are but um it is like I found myself during COVID recently just really kind of upping the ante my friend sent me an article about like the shopping like newfound shopping addicts of COVID who are dropping like you know who have never really been this way before they didn't know this about themselves but they've been dropping like thousands of dollars on things and like shopping you know just like almost every day um just out of an effort to add some like the main theme was adding excitement to their lives you know like there's something Mm -hmm. exciting about getting something in the mail or like waiting for something um and then the other thing was I think like getting security you know, or at least finding security in amassing things and, like, possessions, I think. I don't know. Oh, interesting. I thought you were going to say, which matches up with the research that we read, (laughs) that shopping makes you feel like you have control Mm -hmm. over your life because you're, like, making choices and, you know, like, building things around your life, whether it's, like, your kitchen or your closet or whatever. But I then you went with your amassing things. Yeah. Like I get your I guess that's also kind of your building things around you. Yeah. I mean that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean it's it is interesting, right? Because it is like like you were saying, so much of it as these studies found is just like trying to have some sort of control. <laughs> but one of wait, wait, one other thing. I'm gonna cut you off. One other thing kind of related to this was um that Two of the most shop-intensive times of our lives, I'm quoting directly this thing, two of the most shop-intensive times of our lives are also two of life's greatest transitions, getting married and having a baby. And then they say we go shopping and visualize the future as a means of preparation for these big transitions. These activities help people feel more control and less anxiety about the unknowns lying ahead, Mm. which I feel like is very fair to right now, you know? You're, like, visualizing. I I feel like it carries through. Like, at least for me, like, when I'm shopping, or, yeah, when I'm shopping right now and window shopping online, um, I'm looking for things that I feel like will help me achieve this identity or this portrayal of self that I'll have down the line. You know, I'm, like, we're talking about how these cool girls that I see on Instagram or whatever have all this like jewelry and like cool nails and stuff like that. So those are the things that I've purchased. They're like jewelry. I got some nail stickers that I love. 
um, hair dye, and then, like, some, like, basics that I feel like are cool, like, cool girl things. So, like, that's when I'm, there's, like, this time of uncertainty, but I'm buying for a time when I'm, like, out in public and living, like, a cool girl life, in air quotes. Mm. And so I feel so... like, yeah, it's helping me prepare through this you know like it's almost like a transition like I feel like I'm like preparing myself to transition into like I feel like a butterfly you know like a like a caterpillar like I'm like in a little cocoon stage I'm like and someday I'm gonna be a big glorious butterfly <laughs> which like you could totally psychoanalyze and be like you should accept yourself right now for being the butterfly that you are every day but I also feel like I have this vision of myself and I feel like this is kind of similar to what you were saying with your like shopping um and domestic things in the sense that and like getting people together I feel like your vision of yourself is kind of like an event thrower you know you always have like big (laughs) dinner parties and stuff like that and so I feel like during these times of transition maybe I'm shopping maybe you're shopping to like prepare yourself or to like lay the groundwork to tar- to start taking steps toward like your butterfly moment. That's my wisdom. That's my TED talk. That was <laughs> tickets on sale now. <laughs> um, I love what you said about butterfly moments, and it reminds me of what Tracy Ellis Ross mm-hmm. describes as her leap pad moments. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's kind of an aside, but I was curious if your purchases are preparing you, do you think, for, like, life as you knew it again? Or do you think, is any of it, like, you're envisioning what, like, a post-pandemic world is going to look like and and what you're going to wear? Or do you think it's more true to, like, who you are and who you've always thought you're going to be? Or I'm just like going back and forth between the two options. <laughs> like, or do you think it's been adjusted for like a new reality? I, I, I think that it, um, realistically, I think that it's like adjusting for a new reality. I think that like when I'm shopping, like these like cool basics that I'm getting are like, you know, like asymmetric tank tops, things that like, are made for like a super casual and comfy life I'm not getting like dress shoes um for the event that I'll stage my breakup at um I'm getting like you know things for I can only think so far ahead to like the next few months like if anyone asks me what I'm going to be doing next year like wearing I can't my brain would just like go kaput but I feel like I'm thinking about like December and January. And so then I'm like, I need some like comfortable sweatpants and I need some, you know, like some jewelry so that I feel like I'm putting effort in um, when I'm not putting that much effort in. Stuff like that. And I'm thinking a lot about like homewares, um, even though like my like location is going to be shifting a lot and I'm not going to have like an apartment that I can decorate and outfit and put all of these fun home goods in I'm still like really attracted to 
little tumblers for wine and margaritas and (laughs) mini fridges and (laughs) all of these things that I don't need right now but I'm still shopping for in like a similar sense I think is getting ready for a COVID future what about what about you as someone who's like what's your do you shop online like what do you ever window shop like do you go back to a brand and you're like I wonder what they're doing right now or are you or like home things or do you just like not fall prey to any of the emails any of these email newsletters that are like flash sale or new arrivals <laughs> yeah no I definitely fall prey to those newsletters like remember when I got a Levi's flash sale oh, yeah. and bought that denim jacket mm-hmm. which I thought had like a cool maybe ironic cream like shearling collar <laughs> and it was like $15 like it was really cheap uh-huh. um but it turned out to be like like an electric lavender shearling. <laughs> I think it's really <laughs> which cool. Is just totally different. Yeah. I think I ended up really loving it. I mean, thanks to coaching from people like <laughs> you. But no, I think that's why I try to be really strict with myself because I so easily fall prey to retail therapy. Yeah. Like, so I consciously like, I'm the first to like enter in your email to get 10% off, but I'm also the first to unsubscribe because mm-hmm. I, I really do fall prey to like the the flash sales. Um and I definitely like I'm definitely a retail. I think I only shop in retail therapy. Like mm. I think I only like I think if I'm like totally kind of like in the moment and like at peace with myself, I think I'm also a person who doesn't want. Like I think I'm mm. also very um you know like this is me, this is where I am right now. So I don't really buy. I just remember like, this is gonna sound so annoying, but I feel like no one listens to this anyway. <laughs> so I didn't say it. But do you remember when we were in, um, when we were studying abroad, we went to Nice for spring break and it was just like a very tumultuous yeah. trip. For me, for like no When I dragged reason. you onto a <laughs> train and- <laughs> We had to run <laughs> off in tears and because we, like, almost got arrested, and I was like bawling. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, and nah. I was so mad at myself. Yeah, you were like, so, why yeah, did so... I ever follow Isabel? <laughs> she only leads me into trouble. <laughs> yeah, and then we both. No, split I off wasn't and, mad at and, you. I well, I remember I shopped after that. No, we parted ways, yeah. and then I spent oh right like so much money, you got and I came things. home with like bags and bags and bags. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like super crazy, but it was well because you went to like the local crazy. market. It wasn't like you went to like you know all the. I bought a white fedora. Oh I yeah, that that wait, it's like right that there. That seals the deal. <laughs> I bought a white fedora which was odd and I bought all these like oil pastels that I haven't used but they sit on my desk because they're so freaking beautiful um you got a shirt four espadrilles (laughs) like a dumb shirt like doesn't fit (laughs) it's cute though but it was those like french uh what's it called merinier yeah is that right like the stripes yeah anyway oh like the breton the breton stripes Yes. Where? What was I? You saying? said like ship, <laughs> ship person. 
You said like mariner. Oh, I said sailor. I think yeah, I sailor. sailor. Also friend. known as a ship okay. person. I think I said like a boy. I think I said a boy sailor. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, I definitely fall prey, and that's why I try to be so strict. I see. So strict with myself, and I. When I travel, I do like to window shop. I kind of agree with your like traveling theory that like one way to, you know, explore the understand the culture. I sound so annoying, but I'm not here to (laughs) to prove anything to anybody. (laughs) Um, It's like to see the to see the stores, especially like the local stores and stuff like that. Yeah, it's to promote their economy. Is really (laughs) it's really (laughs) the philosophy. Um, Yeah. on this podcast to just make myself seem more and more dateable. Oh my god. <laughs> say to comment strip smart thing. things. Um no, but that's yeah, that's really fair. When I was reading, uh I think this is deeper on that Reddit thread. There was like a I already did not go deeper. I also cut myself off. I read really? like two things and I was like, ooh, I've had enough culture for one <laughs> And that's about it. Um that's enough of a peek inside the mail night for me. <laughs> next until next week. <laughs> well, what you missed was a post from like some I think it was sponsored, but it was like, Do you have like a shopping addiction? Because obviously they knew who they were catering to. And um, they had, like, here's, like, five ways to tell or how, like, five ways to cut back or something like that. Anyways, my main takeaway was they were, like, you have to get rid of your triggers. And I was, like, wow, haven't thought about that, like, a shopping trigger, which I, and they're, like, the main thing is those emails. And I was, like, wow, that is so true because I definitely do that in my spare time. I get, like, Honestly, not that many. There are like four companies that email my main inbox and I eat it up. I'm like, because I'm like checking my email to see some work thing. And then I'm like, oh, something escapist. Like, let's see what new leggings there are. <laughs> and I'm like, tap, tap. And then I'm like, oh, I need these. And so it's, it is such a, you know, they get me. They work and it's ridiculous. Yeah. But. I know. Yeah. I have the same thing. Like, there's that um, Greek sandal oh, yeah. company that like. we both, like, yeah. like. And I realized I had such a problem when I was like, oh, can't wait to get their weekly newsletter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, it's, like, not a newsletter. I mean, it is. But, like, oh. <laughs> and it's, like, most commercial. <laughs> I know. Fun. It's, like, here are our new styles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, like, just a catalog. I was yeah. like, no, I'm not a catalog delivered to your inbox oh not a newsletter but it's cute that you think that um wait I was thinking we could read um the five ways shopping is actually good for you yeah from the um journal of psychology and marketing via time (laughs) because I thought those were so smart yeah we've kind of already touched on them no go for it but one is easing transitions, which is what we talked mm-hmm. about. How like if you're preparing to have a baby, you like buy a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Also thinking like college, um, you're like getting ready for college. Yeah, that's a big Definitely, one. Definitely like I went a little crazy and I was like figuring out how like wide my desk was and like how wide a you know yeah six inch pencil <laughs> container was and like how many of them I could fit. Yeah, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
then dressing for success which I feel like is also kind of like when we talked about staging the breakup, mm. but anyway, like dressing in things that make you feel like you can do the job better or make you feel like you look like someone who can do the job and therefore you actually perform better. Mm-hmm. And that's that white coat experiment where if you like take a test and you're wearing like a white coat. Someone gives you like a doctor's coat and they're like, this is a doctor's coat. Now take the test. Those people did better on the test than the people who weren't wearing the doctor's coat yeah that's really smart that one also made me think of um aoc and her red lipstick which she says she wears when she needs like boost Mm -hmm. um speaking of boost (laughs) the the third one is the pleasure boost of creativity and aesthetics so I feel like you that's what suckers me in when it's just pleasure yeah Yeah. this one is like you I get maybe less me no I get such an endorphin release from like window shopping I get so excited it's ridiculous I like reading a magazine and like reading about some like young designer and their new like environmentally friendly clothes I'm like oh my god I'm so excited like I have to like set aside time for this because it does just like that's where I get addicted is in like the scrolling and the like seeing new products and like finding new brands that's why I have an Excel mm-hmm. spreadsheet dedicated to all of the brands. <laughs> like it's yeah, you know, because that's I what mean, I do you for fun. It's like an art. What? It's a skill, Isabel. It is like really a skill. I don't know. That sounds like an addiction. <laughs> that's I how don't I'm gonna think frame so. things, though. <laughs> I don't think addicts like shopping. Excel spreadsheet. There. I don't know. Like we should see. <laughs> I could only think of like sex addiction and I couldn't like relate it back. Wow. Um anyway. Mm-hmm. Fourth one is relaxation and escape, which I think you also do. That's why yes. I don't think for you it's an addiction. Okay. Because I think for you it's also relaxation and escape. Yeah. It's a hobby for you. <laughs> You're like cataloging. I did tell stores. someone it was a hobby. I did. You're like a librarian of fashion. <laughs> That's really cool. And that should that be, would be That is a goal. It's a goal. I'm not going to lie. It's a goal of mine. Um, number five and final one is social connection, which this one was, I think, the most difficult for me to wrap my head around. What did you think about that? Well, one? I get it because I... Um, this is where they pulled in the traveling anecdote as they say, like, Elaine, a retired teacher, quote, gets a feel for for the place that she's traveling to by shopping um, because oh. that's how she gets to know the people of the country. I feel like I interpret that social connection thing that way and then also differently in the sense that, like, before all this, when I was – even now, though, like, when I'm in a city – I view, like, probably, like, my main joy of shopping is going into a store and, like, having that social interaction and, like, talking to the sales assistant, Mm -hmm. perhaps befriending them and then leaving and, like, you know, feeling like you just, like, made a friend because, you know, you can go back into this store and, like, chat them up and, you know, you feel like you maybe are making acquaintances or at least I feel that way. Um, and, you know, if I make a day out of it and like go to a cafe and it's just me, like, I feel like 
if I'm putting an energy out there of like, I want to talk to you, you know, if I'm feeling quite extroverted, then it becomes Mm -hmm. more about the social connection aspect of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And, or like if you're browsing the racks and like someone's like, oh my God, this is so cool. And you're like, whoa, that is so cool. Then you're like, okay, we just had that moment. But like, that's different than what I would have gotten if I had stayed in my apartment and like just scrolled online. Wait, you you totally sold me on this idea. And also, it really makes me miss, like, when you'll be in a store. Yeah. And, like, another woman will be like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm going to a wedding. Oh, and yeah. I'm just getting married. Oh, and, like, what moments. do you think of this dress? And then you'll be like, oh, my God, you look amazing in that dress. Yeah. And, like, fuck your ex. And it's like, I love those right? moments where it's like, I feel like there's something very, very, um, I don't know if like men do that so much in stores. I actually have no I idea have no what their dressing room culture is, yeah. but I really want to find out. Yeah. We should totally let's look infiltrate, strip, investigate. Ooh, something to research <laughs> for next <Yeah>. week. <laughs> Get ready. But no, it's like it's probably my favorite part is just seeing them having the social connection and then also getting excited by what you're seeing and like. Also, like, what I love about in-person shopping is just, like, so many stores just try and create, you know, like, an, like, a space for their customers. That's their whole thing is, you know, Mm. just creating a dedicated environment and putting a lot of thought into what that feels like and what, you know, emotion it creates in you. And I'm a sucker for it. So, yeah. I get, I, I... (laughs) I feel like all five of these reasons why shopping is good for you. Totally. I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you for putting it into words. <laughs> I'm going to send um, this to my parents. <laughs> and you're like, psychologically, this makes sense for me. Yeah. 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 I thought it was funny when you said what I, what I like about in-person shopping. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Cause like, yeah, even now you have to specify in-person shopping. And then I was like, oh no, wait, that was like, oh, online shopping was already a yeah. thing. <laughs> like, oh, it's <laughs> like, it's an irrelevant, <laughs> that has nothing to do with yeah. this moment in time. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, Ooh. I have a quote that I read on Instagram that I think Mm -hmm. I sent you then I feel like it's something is like a food for thought thing that we can ponder and maybe address more in a different strip to come but it's a quote from Hassan Minaj that High Snobiety posted in a thread titled is streetwear a machine that turns insecurity into money and it opens with this quote from Hassan Minaj that says Without objects that make me stand out, what am I? Then I have to be myself, and that's terrifying because I'm insecure and need things to make me feel better about myself. And I completely disagree with it. But I think it's interesting in this kind of conversation with, like, retail therapy, where, you know, if you're, like, what are you shopping for? And with his argument, you know, it's, like, kind of... I interpret it as being like you're avoiding something. You're like avoiding facing yourself and that's why you're shopping because you need things to make you feel better about yourself. Um, 
without these things, you'd have to be yourself. And that's terrifying because you're insecure. But I feel like these things contribute to yourself in a certain sense. But that's, Mm -hmm. you know, we can break that down elsewhere. But I feel like it's, you know, an interesting thing to think about in conversation with this. I feel like, is he also talking about things like um, logos, too? And, like... He has a thing um, against Supreme and, um, yeah, and logos. Yeah, I will say, we, 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 I'm glad you bring this up because we were very pro, um shopping and some might think we're very pro-capitalism <laughs> listening to this podcast I love capitalism. We, we didn't really touch on all the like disastrous uh like truly disastrous like tons and tons of waste and damage yeah. that a lot of our like shopping habits mm-hmm. and just like fast fashion quick seasonal Hype culture yeah but maybe in a, in another episode we can get some of our like anarchist socialist yeah friends and maybe our like two capitalist friends <laughs> to come on yeah. and we can hash out shopping mm-hmm. in a more in a like this is very psychological and I feel like we could get into like the politics of it social political implications later. But I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. My mind. You learned yeah, a lot? Yeah, no, I feel so much smarter. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was now a low I'm bar. Like, on all this, all this research. Can't wait to go and tell high the world. On, high off. I'm high off of whatever. <laughs> Doesn't, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> As a truly intelligent person, you can, you know, choose the one you believe in. I don't know. <sighs> Yeah. Well, well, now I think we're both exhausted from all this <laughs> hard, hard work. thinking, and we're gonna go put our sage and exactly in our wood and sit in our asymmetrical top exactly and, and chill out <laughs> big time. Our preferred state. <laughs> chill, chill, girls. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for listening. Another great episode. Another. Thank you for thank you for listening. You. Yes. And follow our newsletter and our social media at Script Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. And find our newsletter there in the bio. Yeah. Well. Well. Till till next till time. next time. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>